Welcome back to 5,000 Miles with Ray and Ash and our amazing guest, Ray's co-host on Real News. Gabe, what's up? I'm happy to be here as always. Happy to have you again. Hey. I feel like we're all in this like this world of podcasts mixing and mashing and I kind of love it and we got a good thing going on here. So Welcome to all the Riv Into the River listeners. Uh, I haven't done an episode in a while, but I'm sure it'll be coming soon. Life is crazy and I'm just rolling with it, but I'm very happy to have these weekly meetups with my girl. How are you doing today, sis? I'm good. I've had a long day, but I'm good. I'm happy to uh, again be back with you two. It's always a nice time to be able to talk to you two. Agreed. So everybody want to share about their week? Gabe, how's your week been? Um, OSHA is no longer going to require vaccination or testing weekly by December 15th. That's good news for the company. That's like awesome for me. Um, I don't want to put up with that. That's good news. The bad news is it costs me a crazy amount of money to fill my gas tank every week. I mean, it's just inflation and food and everything else. Um, let's go, Brandon. Let's go. Let's go. We're all like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. No, that's uh, awesome that, about OSHA. Yeah, it's good news. And the company was relieved too, because we're in a situation where we don't want to enforce it, but we, we do get a lot of funding from the state and it's a little bit harder to, it's not a private company. We're partially government funded. So mm -hmm. other than that, uh, it's great. Thanksgiving's tomorrow. I have like three different Thanksgivings to go to. So I'm fasting until then. Uh, so I can eat as much as possible. I'm so glad you've got like plenty to go around. <laughs> like, <laughs> cause you're not, you're not having, like, I don't know whether you want to share this, but I know, well, me and Ash know that, you're not having one with your family this year, is that right? Yeah, I, I won't be going to one of my sides of the family's Thanksgiving. My grandma has stage four uh, bone cancer and her husband is a biology professor that thinks he knows everything when really he's just been indoctrinated by liberal ideologies his entire life. And um, uh, last year, last... Uh, Easter it was it was when Trump said something about hydroxychloroquine and everyone was going crazy like oh if you believe in hydroxychloroquine you must be a Trump supporter and so I sent him the article by Dr. Fauci in 2005 when Dr. Fauci was the head of the NIH mm -hmm. when chloroquine was used against SARS-CoV-2 or so SARS-CoV-1 excuse me and he freaked out he it was like a seeing a demon just erupt in emotion. Um, and I just said like, hey, I'm just following the science. You don't have to assume I'm a Trump supporter, or Biden supporter. I'm just not making a virus political. And so that's the guy that's convincing my grandma I can't go to Thanksgiving with that side of the family. Even though they're all vaccinated, like aren't they safe? I guess not. Um, but yeah, the, the rest of the family is a little more reasonable, so. Mm -hmm. That's good. That sucks. I'm, I'm not sorry. allowed. Yeah, I can't do anything about it. But in general, life is good. 
aside from all the chaos. That's how about how about you, Ray? Me? Oh, me? Oh, Ooh, we don't want to. We don't want to go there with me. Honestly, I'll be talking all night. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, I had I had COVID, and then obviously lots of people are like, "Are you sure you had COVID? Is COVID even real?" Um, <laughs> but I had a <laughs> I had like a cold for like two weeks, and then my grandmother died, and that night my dad came down with a fever, and me and my dad both had the same cold. Like I think I got the cold from my dad. Um, we'll have to get into gem theory and terrain theory another time, but let's just say that they they move around the way that you know. But we need to follow the science here, guys. So they just they just travel from one person to another. Let's just say that. So me and my dad were really sick, and then he got a fever that night that she died, and um, he tested positive a couple of days later. And my mom, my mom was like, "Wait!" She's banging on the door. She's like, "Your dad's tested positive." And I was like okay awesome so I was like I've had a cold which means I probably I'm going to test positive too but we'll just see how it goes and um I was like (laughs) bear in mind this is crazy so if my dad had have tested positive on the lateral the you know the rapid testing which I don't think you guys actually have you have to go do a PCR right yeah I did so you get these little like they look like pregnancy tests and you can like swab and then um I've had to do them to see my grandmother because they wouldn't let me in without doing a test so um just an FYI I never put it up my nose I would blow like blow my nose onto the swab that was below my nose pretty icky really I had to obviously have some tissue pretty gross and um yeah it's crazy because if he'd have tested positive the night that night that the night before he wouldn't have been allowed in to see his his dying mom like that's that's fucking nuts to me like I can't believe that that was even on the table but luckily um he didn't and so he tested positive and then I like I just rested and got rid of my cold and I started to get a tickle in my throat again and I was like you King joking me. Haven't been sick for two years. Um, last time I was sick was in Texas at the end of 2019 when all of this was kind of kicking off. Um, and I tested twice because uh, it was the day I tested twice when I had this tickle and it didn't come up. And then I tested in the morning again, and I was positive and I was like, awesome. But then it was the night of that test that I got a fever and um, had this like mild temperature. I've had worse temperatures for like three days. And I know it affects everybody differently. And I was thinking, this is probably just the flu. I tried to get a flu test online and they're just not available. You cannot get a rapid flu test. They used to be available, they're not anymore. So we can maybe work out what happened there. They've just been rebranded. But um, I thought, this is just a flu. Like, it's, you know, feels like a flu. But then I got this, I got a blocked nose, but I got this feeling of water up my nose, and it was all up here, like, in this area. And um, that's when I lost my sense Mm -hmm. of smell and taste. And I was like, oh, well, they say this happens. This will probably last a couple of days. But it's been, gosh, 
um, 7th of November, it's now the 24th, so it's been just less than 20 days, um, and I still don't have my sense of smell or taste. So that's how I know it's different to any regular flu bug that I've ever had. Um, Because obviously... I didn't report my test. I didn't, because what you have to do here is this is nuts. So you do your, your rapid test and then they're like, don't go anywhere, isolate, but go get a PCR test, get in your car, go outside and go get a PCR test at a drive-in, drive-in um, center and then come back, but don't leave the house, right? So, so <laughs> I didn't report my rapid test and I didn't go get a PCR because I thought I'm sick so I'm going to stay off work and that's the way it goes I'm not going to report it um but yeah like I'm, I'm doing better now I managed to get some therapeutic medicine from a wonderful girl in America and she sent that right <laughs> over to me and it's helped it's taken away that underwater feeling which I had um and the dizziness that I was having um and I'm feeling I'm feeling good um oh. but yeah um, I mean you see I told you don't ask me <laughs> it's a long story I'm so glad you're on the mend though like you've been when you were told like when you first told me oh I think it's just the flu I was like uh I knew like I just know like because it happened to me and it was like just never went away that's the thing it just stays and stays and stays mm. until you get medication I was like Mm, this should probably be fixed soon like oh it's and we try to do all the all natural stuff it doesn't work like that's one thing I will say is Mm -hmm. like we all I'm all about that stuff usually but with this specific breed of whatever uh yeah drugs are good (laughs) let's just say that yeah like right at the beginning I remember saying if they have made this in a lab um if that's the theory that we're going with obviously it might not be that we say open-minded but if that's what we think it is they've probably tried to find a, a, a cure for it which they would have to probably do via pharmaceutical drugs so because obviously the people at the top are gonna have to know what that cure is like we're not gonna know what it is but they'll know so they're not gonna use like holistic ways they're gonna say it's going to maybe be a cheap drug we can get it easily and that's what it is um but I know like so many cases of of um ivermectin I shouldn't really even say that out loud and even hydroxychloroquine and stuff you know like people having to fight in a court of law to get that drug given to them I just find it nuts that I can't just go get that here like it's unlicensed if a doctor gave it to me they'd be stripped like they would not have a job anymore and I find that crazy because you should be able to choose what you know therapeutic or drug you want and you know some people don't think that you should have any pharmaceutical drugs and that's fine but I just think that it's nuts that you don't have that freedom of choice here um but yeah my earth angel helped me out and I'm so grateful for her (laughs) guardian angel yeah she sounds pretty um, cool i should also say ivermectin she she is i <laughs> she, she's pretty cool um ivermectin has been used by over 200 congressmen congress people 
Mm-hmm. So it it's like, me. and you do it, it, know, what's happening in the UK is really You do know that they have different rules, right? But you are a second rate citizen, so you should just know your place <laughs> and shut the fuck up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm pleading. I'm a, <laughs> I wanted to be a Pleiadian, but it turns out I'm just a plebeian. <laughs> I don't know if you get that words. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. I had this like big brain theory though that they were like using reverse psychology on us and being like, let's, you know, censor ivermectin and censor hydroxychloroquine and then all the patriots will take it and that means we can get rid of them. And they were actually giving us a really bad drug, but that I'm, I'm not even putting that out there. That might send people insane. Um, you just put it out there. <laughs> right. Oops. I'm so conspiracy minded that I, I was worried that the vaccines were actually protection from 5G. Yes. So that, so that they knew all of the, the, the conspiracy people wouldn't want the vaccine. And then they'd turn on the 5G and all the people who didn't take the vaccine would actually get sick. That's yep. how conspiracy minded I am. I don't think that's real, but that's, that's- something that crosses my mind. Oh, that's a good theory. I can I can sit with that all day. Like it, it makes the most sense. I think if they were super clever, that's how they would do it. Honestly, it crosses my mind. I've thought about that shit. Yeah, I, I, I think that the only reason they haven't been that clever is because I think they weren't intending it to happen in 2020. I do think that we rushed the schedule with everything happening in the world, and that they weren't quite prepared for the entire. Like, I think it was a fail safe that they didn't expect to have to let loose yet. Uh, it doesn't seem like they were ready for it. Interesting. Just Interesting. a thought. Yeah, I like that. It makes sense. It just feel rushed. It feels, it feels, a, well, of course, it feels rushed. It, it yeah. feels sloppy. Like, it doesn't yeah. feel well put together. Mm-hmm. It feels yeah. like Joe Biden. Just a thought. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Sloppy. Let's go, All right. Brandon. <laughs> Ashley. Tell us about your week. Mm-hmm. Uh, my week has been good. I have this amazing friend who is helping me to lose weight and get my shit together with my health. And uh, oh. yeah, I've been so grateful for you. It's going well, um, I hear. Yeah, it's going well. My girl, Ray, I reached out to her. We like to do multiple favors for one another. <laughs> I was like, sis, I have gained 30 pounds since... Uh, in the last two years well actually since last September and I cannot lose it I think that I've just been in this like all the stress of everything going on and catching up and the spiritual changes and all of this has just been this like combination of inactivity physically and then like probably cortisol that I don't even realize building up like over this whole time you know what I mean like being in a perpetual state of like tension or stress and even though I don't feel stress I think that there is a level of constant stress of everything and uh Mm -hmm. yeah so 30 pounds and right when I was starting to work out I got sick that was a few months ago and that knocked me out for like a month and I finally just was like I'm not feeling good physically so I reached out to you and what is it we're in the second week and it's going really well. I've been like back to like my good diet and uh, introduced a little physical activity this week. So that's helping. And yay, I'm so yeah. excited. The whole point is I want to feel good, look good by summer. 
yes them. and it, let everyone know like how because we so we did the first week no exercise but just food changes and then the second week we've well it's only been a couple of days but we've introduced some exercise tell everyone the difference you feel mentally just by adding some more activity in well yeah the I think that I'm still just like I don't know foggy brain has been the thing so even eating well there's probably a little bit of detox the first week and like just you know getting over that whole you know just craving certain foods that I wasn't having anymore and then this week yeah same thing just tired and then did a little treadmill that's it just like a little fast-paced walking a little running today did some intervals I'm like just right after I'm amazed at just that little bit of activity how much better I feel like it's a noticeable Mm -hmm. difference and I know everybody says that like people who work out all the time are literally like I wouldn't be a human wouldn't feel like a human if I didn't work out today so that's why they get it in because it becomes like an endorphin thing and I've always been like, mm-hmm. I hate working out type of girl. Like I'd rather just do diet, but there is a real thing to it and it's very yeah. helpful. So I think that for me, mm-hmm. I just needed the accountability. So like, I'm just grateful to have, like, she sends me these spreadsheets at night and when I wake up in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> I look at my little notes and I fill out my stuff and like, oh, I needed the accountability. Like I know what to do, but I can't lie. I'm not a liar. So I know that like, mm. I can't lie to you, even though you wouldn't judge me. I'm like, I don't want to write down ice cream. Like, <laughs> so I'm like, I yes. better not like do anything I'd have to lie about. Not that I'm a big sugar person, but you know what I'm saying? So accountability is really yeah, helping. 100%. So you're amazing. And we're doing before and after photos in bikini that I'm super afraid to show, but I will show once I have afters that I She looks so good. Uh (laughs) Dude, you look so good. Honestly, it's ridiculous. I was like, this is the before photo? Woo! You're lying (laughs) right now. You're lying I am not, absolutely not. I don't lie, just like you. All right, I'm getting really uncomfortable. Let's let's move on. So that's my week. Let's (laughs) talk about something else besides my body. All right, let's do topics. Let's, let's, do topics. let's move on to topics. So, Kyle, yeah. really, you've got the minor. Yes, I'm going to start with the minor, and we're really excited because Gabe is going to, he has prepared as our guest some major topics. So, I'm thinking it's going to be a lot of fun. So, I'm going yeah. to, today I'm going to use a different hat, a little more subtle. I am out on the yeah. topics today. I, I am out of this job. A new hat. Okay, Ooh. cool. I mean, I've had this for a while. My grandma sent me this little. American hat. Oh, I love that. So, all right. American hat. American hat. I'm from America. American hat. <laughs> I'm not drinking alcohol this week, by the way, guys. This is. <laughs> yeah, this she's smashing it. Normal. Okay. Yeah. okay. Count down. Okay. All right. Get... Okay. Both of them. Same time. Five. Four. Four. Three. three two. two. One. Go. <laughs> oh. That was dramatic. Okay. It better be worth it. Ooh, <laughs> this one, I guess we would all ask, answer individually. Um, what is the greatest band of all time? Ray, go. For you personally. I'm not re- this uh, how boring is it that I'm just gonna be like I'm not really a big music person? 
throws uh, throws the question across. No, it doesn't have, it have to be the greatest. It could just be your favorite. And it could be nostalgic. It can be uh, makes you dance. Hmm. And we can also ask another question if we don't have great answers for this one. I can give you my dad's favorite favorite band. That works. And I love my dad. So does that work? Totally. Yeah. There's um, no rules. Queen. That's yeah, a great he, band. He's, he's a huge, huge Queen fan. Huge. Oh yeah. He has assigned only a hundred people. Uh, he was one of a hundred people who got a signed record. It's downstairs. It's framed. Like he's obsessed. So That's yeah. awesome. and, and I obviously growing up with it, I loved listening to that music too. Um. But yeah, okay. That's, that's me done. Like I have that. nothing else. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with more uh, old school band. Just because when I think of like the best band of all time, I don't think of a modern one. I think of something from like the 60s, 70s, 80s. Not the music now, I think kind of sucks. Yeah. yeah I would go with um, Motley Crue or Grateful Dead. Nice. I think I can see you. And Jimi Hendrix. Okay. You can't go wrong with Jimi Hendrix. He's not really a band, but I think he is one of the greatest guitarists of all time. Love um, but otherwise, like Motley Crue, I wasn't a huge fan of their music, but what I liked was their energy that they brought to the world. And Grateful Dead. Uh, I think was like the better side of the 60s hippie movement. Um, and their music is really, those are mine. I love it. There we go. That's great. I, think, I don't mm -hmm. know. I'm going to say Tool. Anyone who knows me knows that I think Tool is, is by far the greatest band oh, of no. all fucking time. <laughs> of all time. They transcend age. I forgot. Oh my God. <laughs> Get but like, I will oh, say damn. also, since I'll have to throw out there, Pink Floyd is my second. Huge Pink Floyd mm -hmm. uh, between the two of Led Zeppelin. It's right up there. Um, but definitely Tool, Tool uh, of all time. So yeah. that was a quick one. Nice. Should we ask yeah. another short one real quick? Because Ray, you didn't really have Let's an answer go with another one. Okay. Yeah, Five, four, three, two, yes. one. <laughs> all right. Let's see here. <laughs> That was bad. Oh, interesting. Um, this is a quick one. It could be long. We're just going to go with quick. What are your thoughts on Mercury and retrograde? Want to start with Gabe? Is it no, a thing? Is it real? Right. No. Do you even know what it is? It's like how, how the planets align and shit, right? And all the astrology type stuff. So I'm taking it you guys don't believe in Mercury and retrograde? Is, I is just this don't when, even know what it is. is so, it, this is when everyone feels crazy, isn't it? And so like, yeah, there's oh, like Mercury must be a retrograde because <laughs> I'm losing the plot or something. Yeah. It happens like twice a year, usually. Uh it's usually about, I don't know, around a month long-ish, few weeks. Uh basically it's a part where the I'm gonna explain it wrong. Did you look it up, Gabe? It's I'm some, still reading. So Mercury basically is moving so slowly in association with the way uh, it's rotating 
that it looks like it's going backwards. It's actually not, but it appears to be going backwards. It's going so slow. So it is supposedly a time when a lot of things get messed up and not everyone agrees with it. A lot of hippy dippy chicks uh, are like, oh my God, Mercury is in retrograde. Nico calls it Mercury's in lemonade. Um, Basically, it's just... There's a lot of things that happen, uh, uh, supposedly, whether, and I was just curious if you guys have believed in it or not, because like, you're not supposed to do contracts and sign contracts and things. They say they usually get messed up. I know some people that are diehard say the same thing. I personally have felt it uh, more often than not, but I don't know if it's like a placebo effect, but there's times when I, I see the signs and I'm like, shit, I've been feeling this way for a week now is mercury and retrograde. And then I go look it up and it is. So for me personally, I feel a difference, but I don't know, but you guys don't seem to have thoughts on it. So I feel like this is another bomb. I just, I, mean, I, just I wasn't aware. Yeah. Well, um, then it's, so, it's mostly... go on Gip. sorry well you're a bit more aware i think for these types of things um i've noticed like i can barely sleep when is it happening do you know when it's happening it changes all the time uh we came out of one not too long ago so there'll probably be one in another few months it's like two a year usually so, well that makes sense i mean i think a lot of people were feeling a bit weird in the last month if it's happened recently are they um, like quite spread out because yeah maybe that's the um maybe that's the reasoning for like seasonal affective disorder is not actually to do with the seasons but it's to do with that because you switch seasonal affective disorder is like when you get really depressed when it gets darker and such which is happening now or has been happening which would link up to this specific thing that we're talking about so maybe that's linked it could play a part in it yeah i don't know it's interesting it's interesting because like i think sometimes and you'll definitely understand both of you will understand what i'm talking about you just get into these funks like there's no reason for them and you just feel you feel different and like i've always put it down to picking up on collective energy and like picking up on what everybody else is feeling and so it like tires you down and makes you feel heavy but then you know if you if you're looking at like um differences in you know planets and such I mean I'll just be devil's advocate here and just be like do you know how many people might listen to this and be like space is fake mercury (laughs) is not even real you know, and they're yeah. like, okay, well, plenty of you guys. <laughs> hey, to each but his yeah, own. That's the um, thing. That's why I like to hear everyone's thoughts on things. My actual most popular episode I did was on Flat Earth because uh, a lot of people are really into that. And I even toy with the idea. You know what I mean? Like, I know that we were going to have this discussion, so we won't talk about it now, but it was one of our topics. So we'll wait for that to come up. But yeah, I'm with that. I actually don't judge anyone's belief systems on any of this stuff because I've never been to space. I've never been to Antarctica. I have never been to the moon. I don't know any of this stuff. I have theories, you know what I mean? But if I've learned anything, it's that, you know, what is accepted by the masses isn't necessarily 
isn't necessarily true. So I don't judge anyone's thoughts, but yeah, Mercury in retrograde. I don't know. It's kind of, I wasn't even aware of it for like until the last like five years, my friend Kelly told me about it. Like that's how much I didn't know. And then she was like, Oh, she kind of explained everything. I was like, Oh, that makes sense. And I don't know if I just started attaching things to it for me personally. I look at it. Like if I'm going through something weird and it happens to be Mercury or retrograde, I kind of blame it on that. So it gives me like a pass and I'm like, Oh, well, it's not really that big of a deal. It's just a funk because Mercury and whatever, but it could be total bullshit. I have no idea. That's a good way to look at it though, because then at least you're not overthinking it and thinking, well, what is it? What is it? What is it? And you're just like, right, okay, well, it's that. So let's move on. Let's, yeah, let's, I like it. Like it's like a good you know. scapegoat for like. <laughs> yeah. Do Me and Gabe are literally, must have been yesterday talking about um, flat earth. And yeah. I was like, I believe, I probably believe more in hollow earth than flat earth, but I'm just still not not bo- i'm just not bothered enough like i'm more bothered about the demons that are on the earth rather than the shape of the earth um but yeah i think that me and gabe definitely want to do a, a a flat earth podcast versus hollow earth podcast versus globe tad sorry that that was mean one of the topics i'll just give you forewarning one of the topics is antarctica which was Ooh. meant to lead into flat earth, hollow earth, that type of thing. It was left ambiguous so that if I happen to draw Antarctica, we get to talk about anything we want to about that. Maybe I I'll like draw it. I don't know. We'll find out. Should we'll we draw Should out. we draw our topic now? Let's do it. Sure. Sure. All right, Gabe, let's go. Oh, gosh. Okay. So I don't have a special hat. It's um, just a work hat. Uh, so I don't have a... You don't have yeah. a mugger hat. Um, no, I don't. Oh. Gonna get hate for that, but no, no. We're not a cult. All right, cool. Ooh, okay. So you guys get to vote on these. Um, you get to see my awful handwriting as well if it shows up. I actually want to see it. No, it's so bad. It looks like a doctor's handwriting. Dream. Uh, dream. Dream slash astral realm. Okay. Or uh, the the true history of Earth. Oh, you don't go too deep on these now. Hmm. Right. Okay, we're gonna say. Should we should we count down and then say what we vote for at the same time? Okay, uh, so it's dream realm or at flash astral realm or yeah. what is the real history of Earth? Are you ready? I know which one I, I'm yeah. leaning. Okay. I know which one you're leaning on too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on the count of three, one, two, three. Dream. Dream. You didn't even say yours. The yeah. dream in the astral realm. Yeah. How did you know? I'm not. Dream. Wasn't yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's dream. Okay. All right. So, what is it? Because to me, it, it, it kind of feels almost as real as this physical world in some mm-hmm. ways. It's just different. Like, what Dreams? is it? And the astral realm. Like, What's if, the astral Is realm? there a difference? I don't know what that is. It's like... Um, astral projecting. Yeah. 
like moving yeah. like lucid dreaming kind of like you're a you little can, more like, like travel like, places yeah yeah like um in sleep, in sleep mode the astral realm is the idea that you can access another dimension while you're sleeping. And mm -hmm. it's not just this figment of imagination going through your mind while you sleep and recover. It's real. Like does it have an to actual be, real play. Does it have to be while you're mm -hmm. sleeping? Can you achieve it through other ways? Okay. I think I understand yeah. that then. Okay. Thoughts, Ray? Thoughts. Um, Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, I don't have have much to say about dreams. I I think I think it's I think it's nuts how sometimes. <laughs> okay, I'll start with this. The funny ones coming after this, but how you can be so exhausted from sleep, and I honestly think that it's because when you are asleep, you're doing a lot of work within that time, and. The, thing, the funny thing that I want to mention was I can't tell you how many times I've dreamt that I've killed someone and I'm trying to hide the body. Have you guys ever, ever dreamt anything like that? Or is it just me? Um, I guess it's not a common <laughs> dream. I've never tried to hide the body, but I have killed a couple people, but I've always Ooh. tried to kill people in my dreams and it's never worked until this last year and I was able to kill Hillary Clinton. So. <laughs> oh, nice. She's the only person I've ever <laughs> successfully killed in a dream. And I had help. Wow. There was like a couple other people helping me and we just quickly stabbed her in the stomach and she died. I don't know. I don't know. That's pretty dark. That's pretty dark. But that was when That's I was waking cool. up. So I mean, to give myself a break for being a murderer in my dream, I was just learning a lot of shit about these people. Yeah. You're just was killing killer, right? For the day. Maybe it was like your motivation for the day. Like, I just killed Hillary Clinton. I can do anything today. Exactly. I did not think about burying the body, though. So you frequently bury the body? Where do you bury it? Or maybe yeah. you shouldn't tell us. Maybe oh, this is going to oh. be a thing you need later in life. This and this kind of like ties into is this a past life that I'm dreaming about? Have I killed in my past lives? Have I murdered people? Is this oh, me? good question. How many, like, do you have dreams that feel like it's not this lifetime? No, because it feels like me, but then I suppose it would be me in the past life because it would be my soul. But I have to, there's, there's more, yeah, like, loads. I've had so many dreams where I've killed someone and it's just been this, I've been on the run from the police and I'm trying to hide what, and cover up my tracks. And uh, it's the weirdest thing. And I mean, I've asked a few people the same question. Have you ever, ever dreamt this? And they're all looking at me like, no, <laughs> no, just you. <laughs> um, Just to touch on weird dreams. There's also a dream that I have a lot which is where my teeth fall out and they like crumble and oh, why are you shocked is that not normal that's a common theme okay so I'm obsessed with looking okay. up dreams I've never had it happen to me but I'm obsessed with looking up the dream of dreams and I have been forever and I use this one and I think it's dream 
dreammeeting.com or dreamscape, I forget, but they have all the things possible. And then they have phrases. And one of them is teeth crumbling and falling out. Like it's a real thing that people dream about, which is crazy because there's certain mm-hmm. words that you can look up, but then there's like themes that are common. And that's one yeah. of them. So that's very interesting. It fit. And the thing is, it feels real. So I will wake up and fully believe I have no teeth in my mouth. So it's, and this is the other thing, this, this feeling of reality crossing over to the dream world because you're still stuck in that, like, I, I've been telling Gabe recently, like I will wake up and there'll be, mm-hmm. I can make things in my room look like real animals. Like I thought there was a black panther at the end of my bed, like staring at me the other week and there's just I don't know I have really really crazy dreams and I think a lot of people recently have been saying that they've had more and more crazy dreams but I don't think that we should dismiss them I don't know what you guys think but I don't think we should just dismiss them as being like you know what they say they're like oh dreams only last 30 seconds and they don't mean anything they're just your brain trying to work out what's going on in your life and you're like really because I've just killed someone and tried to hide the body and my teeth are falling out so I don't really understand how that's trying to work <laughs> my life out but but yeah <laughs> what Ash like what's the do you have any like recurrent dreams like anything that's common Gabe as well like anything that you dream quite a lot of that comes up quite a lot Hmm. my (laughs) yeah I have reoccurring dreams uh, of the ocean and water there's always and weather so my thing is always a mermaid the ocean is always in my dreams and storms um I see tornadoes a lot in my dreams like multiple tornadoes all over the sky and I'll I just I'm I don't know. And water. I always am like near the ocean. Not always, but it's reoccurring since way before I even visited the ocean. So yeah. What's your um what's your star sign? Are you a water sign? I'm a Capricorn and a Sagittarius. That's an earth. Is that earth? I don't know. I don't remember, but yeah I just there's always like major weather and stuff I'm trying to remember what else my dreams have always been like I feel that there is a subconscious element so there's been times where I couldn't achieve things in my dreams and and I didn't feel powerful at that time in my life but like I said with the whole killing Hillary thing uh I know that what I was feeling about her but at the same time I think the fact that I could kill her was more significant to me because there's always a force or something stopping me from protecting myself. So if someone's trying to endanger my life, like I go to punch them, but it's like slow motion and I can't actually impact or hit their face or like, I'll try to shoot a gun and nothing happens. Like, so I've always seen that as a little bit of like me feeling powerless. And so it's weird. And Mm -hmm. I started to come into myself and into my strength and my power this year as a person um, I was in my dream world able to do a little more and play around more with like what I was capable of. So I think that there's multiple things happening. One, I think that I've dreamed before and I'm like, why was that in my dream? And I'm like, oh, cause I watched a movie about that thing that day. So there's elements from throughout the day that get in your subconscious and are in your dreams. Yeah. But then there's other things I think that are more significant that we can read into that 
is our subconscious maybe living in living out a different world which is a really fascinating thing to think about if like it's almost like the playground of our inner self the one that Mm. I don't know does that make sense the creative yeah Yeah, like like it's a creative child yeah if you like take the way you think and who you are and your processes and you give it an environment and you watch it come to life that's what it feels like dreams are like because everything's fantastic and, yeah. um, and the the rules that apply here don't necessarily are not you know mm-hmm. yeah well interestingly capricorn it is an earth sign but i mean and you i thought capricorn was just a goat but it's actually a sea goat it's half half fish half half goat so that's cool because you like dream of the of the ocean a lot i just thought i would uh, put that out there you know that is cool but yeah gib come on i want to i want to hear about your dreams i'm really excited <laughs> i wasn't planning on sharing my dreams um i i didn't expect the question to go the direction it did i more meant um i feel like i'm reconnecting with an entire another dimension that's just as real as this third dimension here on earth when i'm dreaming like i uh, i'll meet people that i haven't seen for years and years and we'll have like it feels like hours long conversations catching up or going and doing things and i wake up and i genuinely feel like i've reconnected with that person in my dream and i'm wondering if there's something more real to that than just my a figment of my imagination I'm wondering if there's really a deeper connection between people or sometimes I even have to cut off psychic ties with people. If I, if I, maybe they're in my head as I'm going to sleep and I don't want them in my head as I'm sleeping and I have to actually focus on cutting that off. So it's not disrupting uh, my own consciousness, my own energy. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, my dreams are crazy as heck. I haven't, I mean, I don't know if this is just a guy thing, but I was talking to another person and we were talking about the difference between women and men. And (laughs) we casually agreed that one of the differences was that like Ray might dream about burying somebody and killing somebody or killing Hillary Clinton, which I'm always up for. But um, guys will think about that casually in waking hours. So those aren't the types of things I dream oh, about. I like that. It's interesting. I can see yeah, that. Yeah, I, I will casually think about, like, if I meet, even if it's a good friend of mine, I will casually think, like, am I able to take this guy down if I can? Even if it's a good <laughs> friend of mine. I love it. There's nothing against him. It's just, like, a casual thing, like, if he were to attack me in these 10 different ways, how would I defend myself? Dude, I have always said all my life, I wish I was a boy. Because if that's what you think about, that's so much fun. I mean, <laughs> I wish my brain was wired like that. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> uh, both of you seem like you're doing just fine with figuring out how to take care of people and dispose of the body. Oh, I have plans I mean, in real life I mean, of how to dispose of bodies. I just haven't dreamt about it yet like this crazy girl. I'm just kidding. 
I just thought about it in real life. No, I think that that's a guy thing. I never, too, is... I never know the person I kill though. Sorry, Ash. But I never, I never know the person that I kill. I don't, I don't know who they are. I don't know what I did to them. They're just, I've done it. I've killed them. And then that's that. Interesting. What if you were like a serial killer in a past life? I, you know what? I, I honestly do wonder. I, I do wonder. He's like, this is not where this is supposed to go. <laughs> That's what happens when you get like, the topic. <laughs> God, no, you're right, Ashley. This is not where I thought it'd be going. But in another lifetime, um, most people would have seen death firsthand by the age of 14. Like if we were born 600 years ago. So serial killer, I mean, I bet in the year 1200, if you live to be 40 years old, you've probably killed at least 10 people. Nice. Maybe that's why I want to hide them all. I don't think they cared that much back then. So yeah, maybe True. you were a serial killer. Maybe I'm like <laughs> reliving what I did, but in, in, the, in the modern world where I would get caught. So I'm like trying to hide it. You're like know. Dexter. But You're like... Just, like- <laughs> yeah this is amazing beautiful you know anybody listening now they're gonna be like i am not going anywhere near this girl or i'm i'm gonna unfollow her immediately block but um i was just gonna switch back on like sorry no no ash no i'm all over the place i was just literally thinking how i totally (laughs) want to see a show of a girl that looks just like you with gorgeous red hair who's like a serial killer like the the counterpart of dexter like hundred percent. I want to see that, yeah. and, you'll, and you'll just be like a personal trainer, but like someone pisses you off at work, and like you're like, oh, let's train at my <laughs> yeah, house like, next. Knock week. them out with a dumbbell. <laughs> yeah, like oops, yes. right, got to bury you now. <laughs> you in the porch. Um, okay. yeah, I was gonna say like just to touch back on what Gabe said of like, so this is I think I've told you both, but something real. I think my dad has like a really big spiritual side that he doesn't tap into or recognize but years and years ago he had a dream where someone that he knew quite well but had not seen for many many years came in his dream and said goodbye and then the next morning he woke up and he got the news that this person had passed away so that happened and then just to touch on recently with my grandma so my grandma who just passed away was my dad's mom and my mom's parents so my other grandparents came to my dad a week before my grandma died in a dream and said it's your mom's time to go now like she's you know she's gonna pass and he woke up and he was like because my grandma's been slowly deteriorating over quite a few or had been deteriorating over quite quite a long time but mainly from March this year to now. So it was like, we didn't really know when she was going to go because she she was literally just living off like milkshakes. And it was no life for her, but it was still like, some of them go on and on and on. Like these people, old people are made of stern stuff. Like their bodies are strong. And she just went on and on and on. But literally just a week before, and we'd had no like scares or anything she was just going on and on and they came to him and said she's got you know it's her time now she's gonna go you need to prepare yourself and then a week later she passed and I'm just like that's twice now that's not just one time that's 
twice and there's been the thing is I was like well was there like any warning you know like the week before did we see anything different yeah she's frail but there was nothing different and I'm just like this is so so interesting obviously um I was like you need to like do some sort of mediumship or something because like you're in touch with that with what's going on there for some reason and he's had like a, an experience as well where he's seen not to get off topic from dreams but he's seen a ghost and like he, he was sat up in bed and he saw one he like he said that it was a woman carrying a child so I'm like you need to get on with this this spiritual stuff because you're maybe that's where I kind of get my spiritual side from but um it's funny because he's the <laughs> he's the least spiritual person you've, you'll ever meet but he's very very open about like dreams and stuff like that which is which is cool but I just thought it was super super interesting like it's awesome really cool I love that mm game yeah this this is closer to where i'm going with with the dream question or where i was hoping to go mm. because i think that you're really interacting with higher spirits dimensions whatever is above earth whatever is watching down on us maybe it's our ancestors um people who care about us uh, i think emotion has a lot to do with it um it's like we're interfacing it's like when we fall asleep, we're logging into an account on the computer within our head that we can't usually access just purely awake, unless you're I deep meditation. That. I think we're really interfacing with something that is d d space, time. Um, it, it's all kind of not as important as down in this physical realm. And I, and like if Ashley was talking about um something about us learning and like our inner psyche and it teaching us what we need to know when we're asleep that we might not be able to face up to when we're awake i i really think it's i, I think it is a lot more real than people give it credit for i think the dream world is in a lot of ways just as important as the waking hours but that the waking hours do affect what you will experience in the dream world because of course depending on what you do you're going to learn different things in the dream world yeah how long like how big a portion of your life do they say you spend asleep what is it like a third probably makes sense imagine if life actually lived in the dream world but the the awake time was really insignificant like we're in the matrix and we're just plugging in every time we wake up yeah I like that. But the, the really cool. Yeah. I don't know how many times I have like woken up like, no, I need to go back there. Like, I just want to be back mm. where it was. And it didn't even have to be something really significant. You know, it could just be like, I was busy with something. Like, I was completing a task and all of a sudden I'm like, damn it, I'm never going to get back to it. <laughs> I wonder what, yeah, that's yeah. very oh, interesting. Hmm. And some dreams give you like a feeling as well and when you wake up you're like there's so many times where I will just I'm a sucker for just going back to sleep like when I wake up in the morning I will just go back to sleep and sometimes it's because I want to because I was having a really good dream and I want to be back there and I will put off this you know being awake life to go back to it um 
Isn't yeah. it interesting how you can reconnect with the dream and continue it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Really interesting. There's something there. And maybe you're not supposed to wake up. I, yeah, I, I think it's a lot more important than people give it credit for. People say, oh, you just go to sleep. Nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about mm -hmm. how you physically need to lay down, close your eyes for at least a third of the day. Nobody talks about you literally need to recharge your body by sleeping, whatever that is. It's kind yeah. of weird. And like all the experiments that they've done of like sleep deprivation where people have gone days without sleep and they start hallucinating and seeing things actually moving yeah. just like they would be in the dream world. It's so, so interesting. And probably because we don't talk about it and probably because it's kind of like another aspect of our life that is 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 not spoken about and we're not really taught much about it either I think like I did psychology in college and we did a bit on like the rhythm of the body and like when it wakes and whatever we never really went into like how much um was going on in the dream world or anything like that and I think that maybe because because this is really the first conversation that I've ever really had properly and you know that means that we you're right, Gabe, we're not talking about it for some reason, which... Like, it's like a third of our lives. How mm. are we not talking about it? How are we not more curious about it? Yeah. Well, I've it's grew like, up, a, like a cell phone charger. I grew up talking a lot about it. My dad, um, I have an episode actually called Dreams in the Awakening with my dad because he is like a prophetic dreamer. And him and I have always had very, very... We dream every night and it's very vivid and... Um, there's always crazy stuff going on in our dreams. So we've been talking about dreams since I was a child. And it's something that, I mean, some of his dreams are like prophecies of everything that's happening right now, like in the coolest kinds of ways. Like it's pretty insane. So I've been talking about dreams forever. Um, and it's ironic because when he was younger, he got into astral projection or whatever, like before he they became a Christian and like went on this crazy journey of different things like when he was in his late teens I want to say early 20s he was doing things where he was literally able to like concentrate to the point of getting outside of his body and hovering above and looking down on his body and like all this weird shit so wow. he's always yeah been a very spiritual person he doesn't do that kind of stuff since then but um yeah, I think that there is a lot of meaning in dreams. It's hard because sometimes I feel like they're just like bits and pieces left over from the day. And then other times it's like, I know when my dreams have significance. And for me, I mean, sometimes I look up meetings just to see if there's a certain animal that has a specific kind of a thing because, you know, I can't unpack everything, but I like to use my int intuition for my dreams and be like, what is this trying to show me? And for me personally, I've always used them as a guide. So there's times when there's a warning, there's time when there's a level of my own weakness that's being highlighted and I'm seeing where I'm kind of giving something else power and how it comes into this reality. And I think there's something cool about mixing the lessons learned from that world in this world and finding a way to make them more cohesive and translate. Because I do think there's a very strong connection between the sleeping self and the awake self. Mm -hmm. yeah I think like a lot of um downloads happen when we're asleep as well 
mm-hmm. some people are like maybe wondering what I mean by download but I mean the simplest way for me to put it is something that is not necessarily what you've learned in the conscious world but you are being given so like okay getting into a bigger theory now like I I honestly believe that because of free will on this planet and the fact that not nothing or nobody or no entity can interfere with free will even though demons do um but then again you are if you are predisposed to that it's because you are allowing it and allowing that energy to come in but um I think that there's some sort of like little loophole that that guides can get through and there's probably another conversation from the time where they can actually give you information in that in that realm or in that dimension and it might not make sense like you could literally get a download or some information that you've you're learning in that dimension and it might only make sense to you in like two three weeks time where where I've been driving in the car and I'll be overwhelmed with like I've just fit the biggest piece of a puzzle that I've been trying to fit together I don't know where the information's come from it just fits now I, I understand it I can see it and it might be because I've gone through the day where it's all alluding to this piece that's been given to me in in that realm I hope that's making sense Mm -hmm. and then I can like swat it in and I'm like okay and I've learned that now so I think that's really cool as well um and downloads for me like a a feeling like a I wake up and be like I did a lot of work last night like I must I've taken on quite a bit of information I've I don't really know what but it'll come like it it will it will arrive at the right time and I think that's really that's interesting as well but I just want to touch on the astral part because I think I feel like Gabe's got a little bit to say on that as well. Ashley, maybe. This is just a little cute story. So, my niece in Texas, she, um, she, when I visited last time, she, I was in her room. I was in a big bed, and she was in a little bed. She didn't really know me well at all. Like she didn't know her auntie very well because she, she. you know not being around me much and by the time I was there for like three weeks by the second week she was like getting out of her bed and coming in to cuddle with me she could like read a book and then she'd fall asleep so like now it's a case in the new house that they've got my mattress I think is under her bed but there's been multiple times and she's only four but she's really switched on where she said she's woken up and she said Auntie Ray came last night so I moved the bed out and got in with her and I honestly believe like we have because me and her have like a super good connection that there's something going on there with like astral projection because I'm like who visited who like but it's not like you just jump to the other side of the world it's it's much deeper than that like it's a much Mm. bigger soul connection that you've got especially with family but yeah the fact that she just comes out with it like this is the thing so many people just brush off what children say and I think that they are the most like insightful beautiful creations like ever and we should listen to everything that they say because it's so important Mm. and um yeah she said that a few times and I'm like did I go over and see her like I would love that so much but she feels comforted by that but she feels like I was there so that's 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 the, the the one story I have about that um 
I've not ever felt like I've gone to another planet or anything, but um, I do think it's, I do think it's real. I do think that you can like go places. That's awesome. That's amazing, Grace. <laughs> and I think it's a mutual connection. I think it can only happen when it's a mutual connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Part of, like, so with your niece, like it must've been both of you, something in your spirits made that connection and allowed it to happen. Yeah. I, I don't think like uh, the law of free will, I think prevails even in the dream realm, the astral realm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, definitely. I love that. I actually, uh, I think that I love that you brought that up because I think that there's, I've had healing happen in that realm. So I have um, some family members who our family had a big split a few years ago and there's always, there's just been a huge rift. And during that time when it was like the hardest with my cousins who I was really, really close to growing up, um, I had dreams where there was healing and my grandmother who had passed showed up and was like facilitating it. So there was like one of the first ones was right after the crazy drama. My grandma showed up not to, and she, we all split ways right after my grandma passed away. It was just something to do with her death and the way people act after people die. And, um, yeah, so she showed, she threw a party Basically, she didn't throw a party. There was a party and my cousin and I, who were like best friends my whole life, weren't talking. We're still not okay. Like it was just a horrible, devastating experience. But um, my grandma, or there's like this big party and my cousin's there and I'm looking at my two cousins that I love and I'm like nervous to talk to them, but I'm happy they're there. And I look over and my grandma's sitting there with a blazer, like a beautiful blazer, just all regal looking. And it had rhinestones of all colors, like all over it, like the most beautiful. And she was just ready for the party and she was just quiet. And I went over and I was like, so I sat next to her and just put my head on her shoulder. And I just was so grateful she was here. And she was like, I threw this, like, she was like, I'm here for the party. Like, and I knew instinctively, intuitively, she was there for my cousin's party and I was there. And she was basically trying to bring us together. And it never really got to that point of healing in real life. We've had a a bit of healing, um, but not to the degree. I don't know if we'll ever get there, but my grandma almost helped it happen in a way, even though it didn't happen here, it happened on a different level. And Mm -hmm. not long after that, I was able to forgive and to find love in my heart, regardless of our status. So that's really cool. And then and the other thing I'll have to share real quick is after my grandpa passed, he and I were never like the talking type. He was uncomfortable with hugging and he loved us fiercely, but he just wasn't the type to show emotion. And uh, I guess I always wanted that from him on a level. And shortly after he passed away, I was in my grandparents' house in my dream and they're both gone at this point because she went first. And I went in the dream and I walked in my grandma's room and I'm sitting looking at her jewelry box like I did when I was a kid and her little perfumes and her little things. And my grandpa walked by, stood in the hallway and looked at me and expressed a love to me that in his eyes, he looked at me telling me everything I'd always wanted to hear, but in his eyes, like almost giving me this sense of healing and also comfort with my grandma. And it's crazy because when I woke up that morning, like after that, this had to have been like eight or nine years ago, I 
I knew that it was like him and I don't know. It's like, he understood. He could say the things to me now that he couldn't in real life. And he did. And I know that he showed up for me that day. It was the only time he's ever been there. And I know that he showed up to give me that gift. Like, I just know it. No one can tell me different. So I don't know. I think that there is something very magical that happens in dreams that can. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. The fact that you could like see it in his eyes as well. And you don't have to say anything. Like, it was that's very on, like, communication with the subconscious. Yeah, there was like this level of compassion and just like he almost had tears in his eyes, kind of a feeling of like all the things I wish I would have said. I want you to know now. But he, it was so interesting. And it was while I was mourning my grandmother. So I'm like in the dream. It was just very crazy. And I felt like that I I got healing from both of them, you know, in a weird yeah. way showing up that's amazing yeah yeah I've got goosebumps (laughs) all over (laughs) I I love that I love that yeah I think I think that there there's an there's a crossover there I think that that we and it's weird because especially when you said like he didn't he wasn't like that in like the 3d he was different in like a different dimension it's just he probably always had what he showed you probably always had that but didn't know how didn't know how to portray it in that 3d does that make sense absolutely because like he showed love the way he knew how here it's just that wasn't our thing Mm -hmm. in that side of the family like verbal communication hug like that wasn't a big thing on that side so like it was on my mom's side. So I'm very used to that. So having my grandfather like in his way, but yeah, that I knew that he had it in him. I just never got that. Like when you would hug him, he would tense up and be like, oh, okay. Like <laughs> he'd do like the quick pat on your back. And it, yeah. And it was just like who he was. Like he wasn't raised in that kind of environment, but yeah. yeah. And I think as well, like if some of us like there's plenty of people who don't really know and none of us really do how to fully navigate love in in 3d and and so it's beautiful that he could do that outside of he probably always could but just didn't know how to 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 bring that across and this like circles back not to be jen but this circles back to what we initially were talking about it came to like how it's all a subconscious feeling and, and that's all you really need. You don't need all of the rest of it. It's Yeah, it's just, yeah, this is really, really cool. I like that you shared that with us, Ash. It was, it was lovely to hear. Me too. It's really special. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of people don't remember experiences they have like that outside of this 3D world. Mm-hmm. And you're lucky enough to have had that and then remembered it and be able to share it. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Gabe, any I, more I thoughts? This oh, go ahead. I was just thinking. No, I was gonna is... say I don't think I've got anything more to share. <laughs> this is Gabe's question. I want to hear didn't... the totality of your thoughts on this topic before we wrap. Yeah. I don't think we got enough mm-hmm. of your of your mind on this one. 
totality of my thoughts on astral realm and dream world. <laughs> He's like, I could go on for about 17 hours. Or no, it's, it's the opposite. I think I've said everything. I really, I have to. Um, I, I think that it really is a lot like the matrix and that every single morning when we wake up or we wake up out of a sleep, we are plugging into this physical realm. And then when we enter back into the dream realm, we go back to learn about our experiences and our choices and our mindset and our thoughts, the people we interacted with. And when I say it's just as real as this physical realm, it is, but it isn't. It is in a completely different way where it impacts it. But like, if you get killed in a dream, you're usually going to wake up. Um, if you get killed in real life, that's that's that. Uh, I, I think that they, I think it is like a fourth or fifth dimensional experience of life that is just as important as the actions we take and choose here on earth. I think they're symbiotic, like mm. the sun and the moon, like um, the like a duality of the universe. I think they work together. I don't think there's any separating them. And we don't consider it real because what we consider real is like, I can pick up this apple or I can dig this hole. But I, I think it's a lot deeper than that. I think that in the dream realm, um that is a part of us reconnecting mm. maybe maybe it's the part of us trying to reconnect with our soul our yes. actual spirit. i was just about to say what if so you know how we've talked about this before obviously some people don't agree with this kind of talk but if we're talking about how we we came here to experience 3d so touch smell taste emotion what if and the pit you know, this, our soul that chose that path to feel that, because it is an amazing thing, even though it's difficult and it's, you know, up and down and it's all over the place. The sleep or the, yeah, the sleep realm or astral realm is where our soul is comfortable and where our soul can feel all of the other things that aren't 3D. So like, like you mentioned, like those connections that you can have without, all of the things that I've just mentioned, they just come across so easily and it communicates across so perfectly. And maybe that's like where we hang out and play, like Ash mentioned, like that creative child within, within us, like that's where our soul can hang out and play without all of the bullshit that happens in 3D. But we also know that it's not all bullshit. There's some very beautiful things about experience this, experiencing this experience because we, I think we chose to, some people might, might not agree, but I think we chose to do that. So maybe like it's just split half and half and we're not recognizing that we can still feel the other things whilst we sleep, but we might not have much control. Maybe that's what we gave up. I don't know. Just, and just a theory. Well, I like it. I like the theory a lot. And part of the theory is that if we are reconnecting with our spirit or soul or higher self while we're asleep, they're going to have to put it in a way that we can interpret it, interpret the dream. And so that's why it's a lot uh, relatable. Maybe it's people we've met in our lives 
Maybe it's experiences we've had, maybe it's from that day, but the spirit, the soul, in my mind, is very close to oneness of the universe, like God, and in our human little tiny minds that we're meant to be here to evolve and keep working on, we're not going to be able to understand the entirety of God, so that's why maybe our dreams are closely connected to people we've known and experiences we've had and recreating them in a way that we can learn from while we're asleep. Yeah. And Maybe killing Hillary know. Clinton. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Ashley's killing killing Hillary, like on the regular. Just Glad keeps popping up. On the NSA watch list. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, FBI agent. <laughs> No, I agree. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's definitely a mystery for sure. And mm -hmm. I don't know, but I love it. Like if you had to choose, final question, waking world or dream world, stuck in forever? <sighs> waking world. And it's like, that just goes back to the fact we, I feel like I made a choice to experience the waking world so you know that's yeah. why I am enjoying it even though like there's been plenty of times in that waking world where I have definitely wanted to sleep forever but I wouldn't now it's just that's part of the experience I feel like Gabe's gonna pick the world where he gets high and he can stay there forever <laughs> I'm not some kind of stoner. <laughs> I know you're not. I know you're not. But I feel like you enjoy it. That's why you don't do it too much, because you enjoy it when you do do it. But you won't want to stay there forever. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got a good point. I was going to say, <laughs> so if I choose one or the other, let's say I choose the waking world. Is it just the waking world? Do I not sleep? Do I, can, am, am I unable to meditate? Like, how is it one or the other? I think like, the whole beauty of it is having both. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I could stay in the dream world forever because I'd just be killing people and hiding their bodies all the time. I don't find that, that too fun. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my teeth are falling out. Yeah. I only I, have I, so I, many teeth that can fall out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'd, I'd want to live in your dream world forever either <laughs> no nope. i love it uh i didn't expect us to go this far with um astral realm and dream realm i'm amazed we got this far yeah i, I feel like goes... if anybody's <laughs> we always do this i was gonna say we usually go way off the rails <laughs> and i love it like yeah I... Our topic is kind of like where it starts, but we have no idea where it's going. I feel like at least we kept it on topic this time. Like we pretty much kept it about dreams. So we should all high five each yeah. other. High five. <laughs> yeah. I was I was gonna say, like, if anybody is still here listening to the dream chat, I really want to know what you dream of quite a if lot of dreams about killing people and hiding the body or anybody dreams about killing killer a let us know 
<laughs> yeah. You guys missed out on some other topic here. I had Bill Gates. Nope. Well, oh. we can keep these. We can keep these. Keep them oh, for next time you so come on. Just Bill oh, Gates. So good. <sighs> Bill Gates needs like 12 hours. Was the moon landing faked? <laughs> yes. That's a long conversation. All we have to say is yes. Is that a question? Is that even a question? Yeah. I'm sorry. Ooh, oh gosh. So many. Anunnaki. Do you know what Anunnaki are? Yes. Yes, like the original. The original. Penguins. I don't know what this means. But I have penguins in here. There's so much to say about that. Do you like penguins or puffins? the best puffins oh okay what do you mean well, like which that's another animal penguins are different isn't it a type of penguin i thought it was a type of penguin maybe i think it swims faster i don't know okay this is the <laughs> point where we're, we're, we're this oh, this is a puffin right hold on can you see it yeah. Yeah, puffins can fly, I think. Penguins can't fly. Okay. Well, we're going off the rails now. Is there anything else we want to say okay. before we wrap? I'm um, someone's gotta steer this no, ship. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'm like hanging on to the sails with my uh, rum, with my sp <laughs> spice rum. Sorry, guys. Everybody I... can request if you have a topic to talk about, I think. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, let's let's ask for that. We need new topics, guys. Um, as long as it's not anything to do with a psyop, or because that's just stressing me out too much right now. So, puffin chat and um, killing Hillary Clinton chat. We can add those into the mix again, just for some fun. Okay, guys, this has been awesome. Uh... <laughs> I'm going to link where to find everybody below. My final thoughts is that's it. I love sleeping and I love dreaming. And this is a really great conversation. Mm. Final thoughts, yeah, guys. I loved it. Great topic, Gabe. Thank you for dropping it in the work hat. I'm glad it worked out okay. I wasn't so sure. Awesome. No, no, it, was, it was good thanks it. for joining us all this right. was fun and uh we will all talk to you guys soon let us know your feedback on the episode bye love you guys <gasps>